Hello, this is Gary, and you're listening to Timeline Astrology. Hello, and welcome back to Timeline Astrology podcast. Today is the 27th of November, 2019. And after recording some podcasts on remedies in Vedic astrology, I thought I'd get back to the transits. So today I'm going to talk about the sign Capricorn. And this sign and this area of our life and of your life, specifically where this falls in your birth chart, will get an inordinate amount of attention in the next few years. So it's good to just tune into what Capricorn is in a general sense and then also more specifically for you in your chart if you know where this lands in your chart. So I use the Vedic astrology system which has a few different options for calculations um, and the ones I use in particular are the whole sign house system and the what is called as the Chitrapaksha um, Ayanamsha, which is basically a calculation that subtracts 24 degrees currently from the tropical zodiac to arrive at a whole new chart, basically. It's another way of looking at yourself. And what fascinates me time and time again is when somebody can see their tropical chart versus their sidereal chart, which are completely different charts, and yet it's saying the same thing. It's coming at you from a, a different angle but it's also looking at the same thing from these different angles. So the angle that I use is the sidereal zodiac, the fixed star zodiac, where we pay a lot of attention to the uh, fixed star signs beyond the sun signs and deeper insights into the sun signs are also possible using the lunar mansions. And so what is Capricorn in a general sense? Because the sun sign Capricorn follows Sagittarius. We've had a lot of attention given to Sagittarius for many years now. And not a lot of good attention, I would say, because of the transits of Pluto for the last 15 years using the sidereal system since 2005. And then in recent years, since 2017, of Saturn, as well as now, more recently, since the beginning of 2019, K2, the south node of the moon. Now, what all these three have in common, Saturn, K2 and Pluto, is what is referred to in Vedic thought as tamas, which is an impulse that is dark, inert, resistant to change. And so it kind of gets us plugged in in a kind of more negative way to the sign Sagittarius. So how this expresses itself, of course, is through um, many people getting um, stuck in the mud in terms of their own ideologies and um, at the same time not being clear about what is true. So truth is ultimately the expression of Sagittarius, but it's a subjective truth. And you could argue that we can only really know a truth subjectively. We don't. The truth is out there, as it were, but we can't get at it. So what we experience as truth is our own subjective truth, which is what the sign Sagittarius is all about. Now, the problem with having all of these what are termed malefics or cruel planets is another term that's used for Saturn, K2, and we can add Pluto into the mix, is that 
we are not so certain about even our own truth. And so when we're not really certain, we then try and convince other people. So this is why since, particularly in the last few years, but even since 2005, we've seen a lot of people arguing, trying to really get their point across, trying to get their truth across because they're actually not certain of it. Truth is no longer certainty, their own truth. So really what I'm saying here is that this lack of truth and clarity and direction which results from a sense of knowing what is true or not is leading to a lot of chaos. The planet that rules Sagittarius is Jupiter and Jupiter is now involved in this mix. It moved into Sagittarius on November 4th this year and continues to transit through Sagittarius until March 29th, 2020. It will return again at the end of June and until November 2020. But really what we're seeing at the moment is a lack of truth, a lack of coherence and order. And this is almost like ramped up now because Jupiter is back into its sign Sagittarius. So we're really wanting to get at the truth at the same time. And yet there's a lot of blockage there because of the malefics. So Jupiter will conjunct the south node K2 in January and then from March until November it will conjunct Pluto. It's a long conjunction of Jupiter and Pluto because they retrograde and come together three times throughout the summer and into the end of the year. And then to finish off the year Jupiter then conjuncts with Saturn on the solstice the 21st of December. So Jupiter is going to go through the ringer in 2020. Therefore, our sense of hope and optimism, our sense of order and coherence is going to be tested and likely through, very practically, a global recession. And so I don't see this as bad as um, what may at first appear really challenging in that I think that this is going to be a a good reset that didn't occur in 2008. Now in 2008, Jupiter also conjoined Pluto, not for not as long, um, and then it went into Capricorn as it will do in 2020. This time it's conjunct Pluto for months, three occasions, and then goes into Capricorn as it's doing this. So it will conjunct initially in Sagittarius, the end of sidereal Sagittarius, then in Capricorn, and then back into Sagittarius. So this back and forth between Sagittarius and Capricorn is this back and forth between not knowing what's true and then building or practicing or putting in place um, the work schedule for things that aren't really working and then having to go back to the drawing board. So we're going to see a lot of this in 2020, this kind of this sense of, you know, a vote for a new referendum or a new law that's passed, a new government that's um, formed and then having to go back to the drawing board because it doesn't work. Now, of course, what we're seeing at the moment is not just the Jupiter conjuncting the malefics, but two malefics themselves conjuncting. Um, And when you add all these together, this is quite an upheaval on the planet right now. So the two malefics in particular that are creating a lot of upheaval are Saturn and Pluto, the two heavy hitters in the zodiac. So... The best expression I've seen of this, apart from all the upheaval around the world and all the riots and all the unrest, is the formation of this group called Extinction Rebellion. 
because extinction is another word for Pluto and rebellion another word for Saturn. So when we get Saturn and Pluto coming together, you get this kind of end times um, scenario, this sense of end times. It's not actual end times because when it happens in Sagittarius, which ordinarily gives us a sense of hope and optimism and order, we lose all of those things when they conjunct in that sign. So the good news if we can say that, is that now that they're moving into Capricorn, Saturn will move in in January 2020 and then Pluto in February 2020. Pluto is a brief transit initially because it won't actually move in finally until 2021, the very end, the last day of 2020 and into 2021. So 2020, we're still seeing this massive upheaval with Saturn and Pluto very close together still, but at least it's shifting into Capricorn. Because with Sagittarius, it's all about the debate. It's all about different opinions. It's all about doom and gloom because that sense of optimism and hope and clarity of Sagittarius has been particularly challenged because of these conjunctions. In Capricorn, we have a different situation because Capricorn is the matter-of-factly sign. It's getting on with it. Saturn is very strong in this sign, unlike in Sagittarius. So Pluto though briefly entering the sign, its transit will actually affect Capricorn for the next two decades. So what we've seen, as I mentioned, from 2005 until 2020 is Pluto and Sagittarius and this lack of faith and belief in something higher and this lack of order and this digging our heels in about our beliefs. And it's interesting to note that YouTube was founded as Pluto entered Sagittarius in 2005 and YouTube is a perfect example of people expressing their opinions and everyone has their own unique opinion everyone has their subjective truth and it's confused matters enormously because anyone can publish themselves now and you can get very confused by following lots of different people on YouTube whereas in the past we would have just had a handful of experts shall we say in a particular topic and whether they were right or wrong we followed their opinion and we had a sense of what was right and wrong. Now we can no longer count on um, other people's opinions because there's so many voices. So the idea and the point of all of this, of course, is removing all the falsity. It's getting to the truth ultimately. So whatever you decide to be true, whatever is subjectively true for you, there's no point in just believing something unless you can actually act on it. So this is where Capricorn comes in because it's a movable sign. It's about getting moving on those things that you believe, those principles that you now have decided you're going to live by and actually put it into practice. There's no point, for example, having a spiritual um, conjecture and debate unless you can actually practice what you preach, in other words. So the practice is Capricorn and the preaching is Sagittarius. Unless you can practice what you preach, and this will be tested now, from 2020 can you in fact do that um, then it's it's no no use to you because unless so for example if you believe something in your life and you believe x plus y equals z but you don't follow through on x plus y equals z you just have stated that as a fact for yourself then really it's just your opinion versus anyone else's opinion who may disagree so it's really about getting clear about what you believe now and Pluto's transit back into Sagittarius in 2020 will help 
dredge up any last faulty beliefs you might have about certain things. And in particular, the area of your chart that is the sign Sagittarius, where you experience that sign shows what faulty beliefs you have. And finally, remove them so that you can move on and practice what you preach. Get clear, get moving and get on with it. So this is what 2020 promises with Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter entering the sign. And it's all about getting clear. It's all about getting on with it, getting down and doing the work that's needed. Practice what you preach. So it's going to be an interesting time globally, of course, because like I said, it's highly it's highly likely that there will be a recession. But I do believe that it will be a short, sharp shock to the economic system that is actually replaced by, um, ultimately, in the long term at least, looking 10 years ahead, which begins a new kind of economic structure. That's when Saturn conjuncts Uranus in Taurus from 2030 onwards. But right now, with Saturn conjunct Pluto, we're having to break things down and systems that no longer work. And reforming systems ultimately require that we initially completely dismantle them. So in the midway point during this whole transitionary decade, in 2026, we're going to see Saturn conjunct Neptune. And that's when we'll have this sense of things, you know, not being very clear because certain individuals try and uphold things that really are to be let go of and new systems that come in subsequently as Jupiter, sorry, as Saturn then meets with Uranus from 2030 um, is a time for a fresh start. And so whatever has been broken down now ultimately has to go through its paces. Um, And what we see oftentimes when things are threatened, when systems, when governments, when big companies, industries are threatened with collapse, what you see initially is a tightening up, a kind of firming up of. So, for example, if we relate this to Sagittarius and your beliefs, then if your beliefs are threatened in any way, you'll argue the case even stronger. Even if it's not true, you will feel threatened and will argue your case even stronger. So you get more convinced. That's how people get stuck in, you know, ideologies. So then in Capricorn, what happens is with Capricorn, it's all about systems and governmental systems and any sort of system that we have, any structures that are in place currently, whether it's monetary structures, whether it's energy structures, any sort of political structures, whatever it is going on, it's threatened. And when it's initially threatened with Pluto and it's disintegrated over two decades, it initially will feel like things are getting actually more bogged down, in fact. And, you know, systems don't change overnight very easily. So this is a whole decade of transformation from 2020. And it's we're going to be put through our paces and governments and systems and economic systems, global financial systems, um, ecological systems, for example. Another thing that we're seeing is this you know, Extinction Rebellion, as I said, there are actually many um, species becoming extinct. And the fear that's around at the moment isn't the fear of the end of the world in that sense. It's a fear of the end of humankind. The planet ultimately is going to be fine, whether that means it has to go through a complete reset. What's not so certain is our future as a species on the planet. There is a real threat to life on Earth, um, and we need to be mindful of that. But 
what I envision with the astrology is that systems, new systems are going to come online as old systems start breaking down in the next decade. And even though this transition is not an easy one, I do have hope. I do have an attentive optimism going forward. And I do see with Jupiter's transit in 2020, conjunct Saturn, that it's time to get real. And by getting real, I feel that we can find a more realistic sense of what is possible, a new hope born out of realism, not any sort of pie in the sky, faulty thinking. So I'm encouraged by these transits I see in 2020. I hope you are too. And if you would like to learn more, you can go to my website, timelineastrology.com. I'll write more about these transits in the coming months. So I invite you to visit the website and take a look at the web, the uh, magazine, which will be out in January 2020. If you're a patron of Timeline Astrology, you will receive a physical copy in December. Um, and then if um, you're not, you'll be able to read it free online from January. So I hope this has given you some insights. It's a sort of sneak preview into 2020, which I'll go much deeper into um, in the coming months. Month by month, I'm going to look at these transits in this really what is a pivotal year. And I'd like to thank you for listening. Until next time.